I'm just the really. Fireman's here. The fireman's here. Woo! Outside. How many times does this? I know, like per right. Episode? It's two or three per episode. Touchdown, Los Angeles! You are locked on Rams. Your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Rams Nation, welcome back. This is your host, Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. This is the Thursday edition of Locked On Rams. It's been a little quiet this week for you guys. We missed our Monday. Uh, it was a holiday, so we were not working. We were actually out adventuring and having a good time. And I speak for you alone, James Kroger, who I'm joined with right now, my co-host. James, welcome. You had the day off. I actually had to go to work, but... By the time uh, we were done, I uh, didn't have time left to get one done. So here we are today for the Thursday edition. We're excited about it. How are you doing today, bud? I'm doing great. I'm pretty chilly, though. We're kind of going through a little cold front here these days over down in Southern California. Man, so. I was talking to some friends up in Seattle, and my brother's back in Chicago. And friends in Seattle are getting hit with snow right now. Yep. And I was like, really? Because it is just below 60 degrees, and I am cold. It's horrible. So all the people that are listening across all over, we've got people from Australia, we've got people in London, we've got people in Seattle, in the Midwest, we see you downloading over there. Uh, sorry to rub it in that we're a little cold at 58 degrees, but it is <laughs> different right now. Uh, we will be at the beach though this weekend, it's going to be oh, in the mid-60s to 70s, and we've got a little project to shoot. That's right. Uh, for you guys that don't know, that haven't listened to us on Rams Podcast, by the way, go check us out. It's ramspodcast.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and on iTunes. We do another podcast there. But uh, we do a kind of a yearly bet with the Seahawkers Podcast, which is a group of guys uh, based up in the Northwest, uh, obviously, who cover the Seahawks. And we do a bet with them. The first year, I won with Todd Gurley on a rushing record on his down year, which still shocks me. Uh, and then this year, it was a wide receiver battle with Cooper Cup and... It was a wide receiver battle with Cooper Cup, and it was also a punt return battle because it was Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, and that's I, right. All-purpose yards. I agreed at last minute to all-purpose yards. Possibly Idiot. thinking Cup may get a couple, you know, in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Tavon was struggling, but... Um, well, Lockett was coming off of a pretty bad injury, so yeah, there was some I doubt he, there I thought well. I had him there, too. But that's where he got the majority of his yards. If it was a straight-up wide receiver comparison, Cooper cut by far. He did. Him. Yeah, he would have won. But he got you on the details, the technicality. Read the fine print, Stein. Yeah, Let's so go. I had to buy top-notch jersey. still up in the packaging. And... He requested a three-cone drill, which yeah. I have to review that one on the internet. Yeah, and, we uh, got to go dig back into the old drill book and see what we got. Because last year, when they lost, they had to do a 40-yard dash. And they the were recording it in the snow while we speak about weather here. So, unfortunately, we got to go to the beach to do it. <laughs> Rough life. Uh, we're going to take care of that. We'll share it with you guys because I think it's going to be pretty entertaining. Because I can't wait to see James do a three-cone drill. And believe me, folks, I will not let him get off the hook. He better be touching the ground, Ryan, flying around those cones. Maybe for the folks at Locked On who listen, just for fun, we can see how Bear does in comparison as a as sort of a, a side video. Oh, well, we never know. If, we get, if we're feeling funky with the camera. Are you kidding me? Bear's going to be on a lounge chair <laughs> with, with a nice cool beverage uh, taunting you, going, that's not good enough, Kroger. You're not going to make the team. You're not going to make the 53-man <laughs> roster with that cone drill. Take 25. 
Uh, but that'll be fun. We're going to put something together. We'll share it with you guys. Uh, obviously, we're going to share it with the, the, the gentleman over at the Seahawkers podcast. And if you guys got any creative bets, we're going to do another bet with them this year. We did a wide receiver battle. We did a running back battle. Uh, maybe time to believe and have faith in Jared Goff do and do a, a QB battle. battle. Or we can put something on the defense, maybe a turnover battle or total sacks uh, between defenses, something like that. Uh, it would be fun. I think quarterback uh, battles ultimately where we where we need to go next because Goff's going to make it happen. Russell Wilson's playing baseball. He's getting distracted. He's – I don't know if he's going to be able to run that whole team again this year. So I'd love to hear what everybody uh, in Rams Nation thinks. Well, James, as we're talking uh, Rams Nation, Rams news, NFL news, again, there are just tons of questions out there. No one has answers. It's all opinion, debate, and it's up for uh, talking about. So I want to go over a couple things. Some recent news that's happened over the past couple of days since we've last recorded um, and then we can kind of dive into a little bit of our players. I do have some exciting news. I've got some. I'm working on some interviews that I've lined up uh, for next week and the week after that. We're gonna get some people on to talk some draft analysis, talk some combine stuff, to get some nice. uh, some people that are really diving deep into some of these prospects that are coming up into the draft, uh, and we'll kind of pick their brain on where we think the Rams fit and you know who might be some people to target. Uh, not only in the early rounds, but into the later rounds. So I've got some exciting stuff. I'll give you some more news about that. You're we need all, that because yeah. that's that's where we lack is some of that draft info. So we'll yeah, get exactly. An expert on exactly. Bring in the good guys. So and as I mentioned before, everyone, the Locked On Network is full of all amazing things. If you're NBA fans, make sure to check out our NBA Locked On podcast. Uh, they cover all the teams in the NBA. We also have an NFL Draft podcast, which I'm kind of working my way through still right now. They do a great job over there, as well as the NFL podcast that they do kind of covering all of uh, NFL and teams. So uh, I am a part of an amazing network, so feel free to, to take a peek around and see what else we got. Well, speaking of news, Kirk Cousins, one of the most attractive quarterback free agents uh this year <laughs> this yeah. guy's got a crush yeah oh kurt you look your arm's so strong <laughs> he's the most attractive um and basically anyone that's looking for a quarterback will kick the tires on old kurt <laughs> and see what what he's really got and if they really believe in some of those numbers that he put up uh featured in sean McVay's offense mm-hmm. you know yep. a year ago and two years ago he owed him his career yeah he did uh credit McVay for his growth and his development as, as a quarterback and getting to the position he is now. But the Jets came out and said price isn't an option. They would give him whatever it took for Kirk Cousins to be their quarterback. And my question is, is that too early to say that? I mean, you've got the draft. You've got a bunch of young guys with Rosen and Darnold and Mayfield and uh, a couple other guys, you know, some of the smaller schools that are coming out. The quarterbacks in this draft may not be the best in the past, you know, handful of years, but there's definitely scouts saying that there's some talent coming out. Uh, And then to kind of just show your hand like that, if you're Kirk Cousins, are you interested in taking the big bucks and maybe being a Jet or... Are you going to try to go to a place that you think you can win right away? What, what was your thing? Are you paying well, in or what? I think we know Cousins is after the big, the big paycheck right now. And coming off his third straight 4,000-plus yard passing season, he's now in a position with the Jimmy G 
deal yeah uh to set a new standard for a top nfl salary so he's he's kind of got that guy with tar- he's the guy with the target on his head uh doing doing just that so he's going to be able to go after that money and the jets might as well throw the bait out there yeah you know they're saying we have the money to be able to do something like that they definitely need to build a team around him uh they they have a little bit of structure internally they need to work on they need to get a receiver which maybe they can do in the draft you mentioned the draft isn't as strong as you mentioned the draft could be stronger and we know cousins can can get those yards and you know he's a pretty solid quarterback in my opinion so if I'm him, yeah, I'm absolutely considering it. A lot of these franchises in the NFL just look at the Rams. They go, they rapidly go up and down, except for right. the Patriots. Um, so you you know that they have the money and they have the potential to be pretty good in a couple of years. I mean, look at the way the Rams went up and down the past couple of years. So, I mean, I would absolutely consider it. If All I was right, cousins. so let's let's throw Jared Goff out the window. Let's throw our quarterback situation out here out the window. Um, we're sitting here. We need a quarterback in L.A. This is the hypothetical question, right? Would you want to spend a bunch of money on going to get Kirk Cousins, or would you want to do what the Rams did a few years ago and play that you know, luck of the draw and go via the draft and pick your guy? That's tough to say because Cousins and McVay's relationship is so strong. Right. I think that would kind of be an obvious yes. I think Cousins with McVay and the system would, would excel. And we already have the foundation around the quarterback to, right. to make it work. I don't think I would want to go to the draft at this point. I think, one, also we need to keep in mind we need to guarantee some money for Aaron Donald. Yeah. So um, that's going to be a huge dent in our, in our current cap. But I would, be, I would be thrilled to have Cousins in L.A. if Goff wasn't in his position. It's definitely going to be fun to watch and see where Kirk Cousins puts his emphasis in. Is it is it getting that big payday? Because he turned down a lot of money with the Redskins even coming into these franchise tags. Um, they offered him a pretty nice salary, and he declined it wanting more or wanting more years, I think, was part of the, the reason why it fell through. So it's going to be interesting to see what he wants. Does he want a team that's going to go win, and he wants to join you know, maybe a team like the Denver Broncos that has a really good defense um, in years past, and he'll take less money, and he's hoping for you know to put himself in a division where he thinks he can win. With you know, obviously the Raiders who struggled last year, but have a new coach, and yeah. KC has always been playing well, but they've got a new quarterback they're going to have to deal with over there. So, or does he want to go? Who's going to open up their checkbook the most? And you know what, Jets, pay me you know hundred million dollars, whatever it ends up being, and we'll work around and we'll fill some talent, and hopefully you guys draft well, and I'll just you know, get my paycheck and, you know, we'll make a run at it. So, yeah. Um, and we'll hundred percent know if he's going after the paycheck, if he chooses somebody like the Browns or maybe even the Jets who need a lot of improvement. I mean, if he chose, I, I don't know why the Browns are con- con- even in this conversation right now, because what one in 31 over the past two years, they're just, if he, if he wants to win, that would be the, if he wants the money yeah, and they pay him, he would go there. But if he wants to win, he would not, you know, even make that decision. But yeah, I think uh, what you mentioned, Denver and also the Vikings. I think they have potential to to give Cousins a lot of room to get them back into the postseason. So you mentioned the Browns there and winning one game basically over the past three seasons almost. You know, yeah. Uh, I saw this today, and again it goes back to Tom Brady, the Patriots, and how dominant they are. But I just thought this stat was crazy, so I'm going to read it for you now. Um, the Patriots have been to 44 percent of all Super Bowls since the year 2000. <laughs> the Browns have a regular season winning percentage of 30% in that time. So basically what, what the stat's saying is the Patriots are more likely to reach the Super Bowl 
than the Browns are to win a ball game. Oh my god! Doesn't that hurt? Doesn't that gotta? That's gotta hurt as a as a Browns why fan. They, why do they keep their head coach? I mean, I don't know. They kept him. You know, I know, I know. That you gotta do. You gotta build a team, and and he's had a pretty. Everyone around the league seems to think Hugh Jackson is a, a really good coach, and he's a good uh, develop of young talent. And I understand when you take on a team that that's they're that bad. It's not always going to happen like Sean McVay where you get some of the right free agents, you get the right leadership guys in, you had the nice core to build off from the beginning, you also have a great coaching staff, and you turn it around so fast. Uh, that was kind of – I mean that's why he was coach of the year because that's pretty impressive, pretty amazing. So I understand there's, there's a curve to getting better, but I think he may have capped out for my personal taste, probably capped that out last year when he went back-to-back of one in 16 – teams or whatever so we'll see how far along he gets into this year and how he can turn around but obviously the ownership there has some faith in him they fired a couple other coaches around him but uh they're leaving him in position but i thought that was pretty crazy to see that you know patriots have a better chance of getting to the super bowl than the browns do of just winning a game it's so sad man it feels good to be in our position again (laughs) gotta love it we're out here in california with the sun the beaches and we've got a young, amazing coach. We've got a great offense. Things are building around. Um, as we're talking about this young, amazing offense, and Kirk Cousins just talking about him and the franchise tag he's gone over, that is something that's starting to kick off now. We saw our first franchise tag, Jarvis Landry of the Dolphins, was uh, placed under the franchise tag. Now, there's a lot of room to be had with these, and there's multiple different franchise tags. There's two different types. Uh, one basically allows another team to... Uh, sign that free agent and then that current team would have to match it and if they don't like let's say uh, the Browns have an offer sheet for Landry and he accepts it the Dolphins have to either match that or let him go and sign with the Browns but if they let him sign with the Browns the Browns will send two first round picks down to the Dolphins which is crazy the franchise tag Uh I get it. it works in uh, both ways, you get to kind of lock your guy in, but if they do want to go somewhere and someone matches it and you're going to let him walk, you'll get picks out of it. So you're losing somebody, but you're getting some stuff back. Um, so he's the first one to get franchise tagged. I think over the next few days we'll start to see some people go. There's been a lot of talk here in Rams Nation and in, in, uh, in L.A. about which direction we're going to go with, with the franchise. We've talked about it a little bit. Um, But I kind of want to bring this up because one of the people that we've been franchise tagging over the past two years has been Tremaine Johnson, and there was question of could they possibly go that route again? Are they going to give him a deal? Are they going to work on a short-term deal with some money, try to get him? Obviously, you mentioned earlier uh, that we have Aaron Donald on the defense that we need to pay. We have, I think, the 12th most uh, cap space in the NFL right now, but it's going to go real, real quick when we start paying some of these people because we've got a deep list of people that need to get paid right now including Aaron cut that in half. including Aaron Donald's going to demand a lot of money. So, and if you do end up franchise tagging, you know, a wide receiver or, you know, safety, that money comes right out of that allowance as well. So, that money's going to go fast. But Tremaine's not going to get franchise tagged. There was a report from CBS Jason LaConfora uh, and he has said that the report is Tremaine is not going to return to the team, that sources say that, and that he's going to move on somewhere else. I'm not going to leave it until I see it, but it's starting to come more and more true. It's funny. We've talked about this back and forth. I've said it many of times. Cut him. Let him go. Let him go sign somewhere <laughs> else. But as it starts to get more real and real, the less I like it. 
Am, am I wrong for now starting to get, I don't want to say buyer's remorse, it's the opposite. It's maybe seller's remorse of me kind of being so strong to say, yeah, you know what, you can go somewhere else. Now as it's starting to get real, I'm going, yeah, but I'm going to miss you. What are your thoughts on that? I think it makes sense. Just like you mentioned, we've chatted about this a lot of times on Locked on Rams. And for as much money as he's making, what did he get, two interceptions last year? I think he has a lot of potential to get that money with another team. We've talked about that as well. But at the same time, I, I kind of think he's going to make his way out of this. I, uh, you know, we have people behind him who are going to be able to step it up. And I just, I'm not surprised by it, essentially. When, when I saw you posted that, it just didn't come off as, as striking. It was almost like, well, here it comes. Yeah, and if you look at what we did last year in the secondary, and we brought in Wade Phillips, and he had you know some instant impact on what we were doing as far as roster moves. Uh, you know, we we moved Lord Marcus Joyner back to safety. We drafted John Johnson. You know, went out and signed Kayvon Webster and NRC in free agency. Uh, so that brought four new people to the mix as far as positions, right? So maybe that was year one of transition for. The defense, and we kept Tremaine Johnson around because one, he was a valuable piece. He's six foot two. He's a good-sized corner. He's played well in the past, and they wanted to kind of see, you know, it was kind of that trial run, almost like what we are seeing with Sammy Watkins of get a year and see where we want to go with that. Um, but maybe that is just the baby step of retooling that secondary. Is we've got those guys, obviously. You know, Kayvon has gone under surgery and is, you know, trying to heal there. There's some people in the draft that um, at that position at our 23 pick, there might be able to get another person to come in. Uh, so maybe this that was just year one was step one of transitioning the secondary. Mm-hmm. And here we go in, in year two. And, and the money, as we talked about how fast it's going to fly as we start paying people, uh, it's just time to say goodbye to Tremaine Johnson. Well, on the topic of franchise tag since obviously we know it's not going to be Tremaine Johnson and most likely sources are saying he's leaving. (laughs) I want to know this source. Show your name. We have to start looking at who's our next viable option there, right? And so looking at it from my perspective, and you can speak on yours, is I see two people really that qualify for us to do this. And that would be LaMarcus Joyner at the safety position. And that's going to cost us close to 11 million-ish. And then the other option for me would be Sammy Watkins, and he's going to cost about 15 mil. I mean, we saw uh, Landry just get tagged with that. We'll see if he gets another offer sheet. Again, maybe it's part of the moves that the Rams try to franchise tag someone and see if they go somewhere else, and we'll get a couple picks because in the last few years we've been giving picks away. Maybe we want to uh, bring some of those back. Uh, out of those two, who are you tagging? All right, so you just mentioned uh, not tagging somebody and having them possibly have some wandering eyes so essentially looking at these two franchising joiner which is what i would choose would run the risk for us to lose sammy Watkins. and if i had to pick one that i would rather lose yeah it would no doubt be sammy Watkins. i don't want to lose sammy Watkins because right. we've chatted about how we can continue to utilize him and grow him but you take a look at tremaine johnson leaving and what we've done in the secondary since 2015, we've lost a lot of key players there. Janoris uh, Jenkins, TJ McDonald, and obviously with Johnson leaving, it could be another. So Joyner right now is, is I think he's the best of all those names. Yeah. So and just the way that he's developed since being right. moved to safety has been unreal. So he's small. You know, you mentioned Tremaine's 6'2 yeah. earlier. Uh, he's only 5'8 and 190 pounds, but... 
he's a huge hitter, and uh, you know, I, I, he, I'm the biggest fan of him on the defense. And if I had to franchise tag one of these guys, no doubt it's going to be uh, Joiner. Yeah, I'm definitely with you there on that. Um, I what I'd like to see is a short-term deal, close to what. The Eagles did last year with Alshon Jeffries. They kind yeah. of brought him in. I think it was a two-year deal. They paid him pretty well, but um, it was that almost, I don't want to say rent to buy because that sounds terrible. We're talking about people, but it was that one year that we got with him, uh, Sammy Watkins in the trade. We saw some good stuff, right? But we saw some other stuff where it didn't seem like he was gelling so much as far as the deep uh, passing game, which we really wanted. He obviously did some great things with um, run blocking down the field and making the defense stretch the defense going deep because they yeah. knew he could go over the top. But I'd like to get him another year with Jared Goff, but I don't want to pay him $15 million to do it. So I would love to see the Rams get in there and say, hey, listen, we're not going to franchise tag you. Uh, we're not going to sit here and give you a four-year, $40 million deal either, but can we work out something where maybe we yeah. pay him 10 to $12 million a year for two years uh, and get a little bit more sample size with them, let them work with Jared Goff a little bit more, and at that point, maybe we can extend him, maybe we can give him that big deal that he wants after that. He's still young, so there's still time to get him that next big deal, uh, but I'm not sure I'm ready to give him 15 mil a year or sign him to that four-year deal. Yep. Uh, and LaMarcus Joyner is just too valuable to let go and also maybe too expensive to sign to that big deal deal especially when we got those guys like Aaron Donald commanding that money right now so I would like to see us kind of you know maybe franchise joiner I would like actually if we didn't have to franchise anybody and we can make deals with both these guys at the two three year deal mark and throw some money but all signs point that this is going to get figured out here uh, in the next couple weeks as people are going to be franchising so we'll see if either one of us are right I think we're both going for joiner to get franchised and work a deal out with Watkins uh, but we're not the one making the decision. Maybe they feel like they've got a better chance to make a deal with uh, Joiner anyway, so maybe they'll just franchise Sammy. Yeah, Baron, back on Sammy, I think that he really needs to work on his chemistry with Goff. I think they almost had it this year with those deep passes, but he he is that threat down the field. And remember how excited we were about him in the offseason? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I want him around, but can't commit to him. I don't think he's going to get that franchise, like you said. Well, it's funny that you say chemistry. I saw something posted on Instagram, and it talked about Sammy Watkins and his route success. And I know me and you can sit and look at these numbers, and some of these numbers are really great on some of his routes. So, like, on the slant last year, his passer rating was 128 when thrown to him. Um, That is plus 41 compared to the rest of the average of the NFL. Mm. Um, His hitch route... His passer rating was 110. That was plus 26 on the rest of the NFL. And then his post route, he had a passer rating of 143.9. Wow. Uh, that was 46 points above the NFL average. So, so he was efficient when called upon on these routes. These are three routes of a tree that usually sits on nine routes, right? So... There's some development to go there, but we know obviously that slant last year was just money. I mean, uh-huh. to add to that 128 passer rating, I bet you could throw six touchdowns on on that slant route. But we've got to figure out to make him not just a three route runner to open that up. And you're right, that's going to come with more chemistry with Goff, a full off season, which I'm hoping that these guys start getting together and start doing that. You know, you see Tom Brady 
uh, go out and get the guys together and go into some you know forest in Montana and just work <laughs> football. And you want, you hope that Goff can take some of those leadership and kind of schedule some of those off season workouts with these guys. So let's have a Tom Brady, Randy Moss season. Yeah. Jared Goff, Sammy Watkins. Come so on. he although we didn't see that chemistry a hundred percent, there were things that were so great with him. Obviously, he put up I think eight touchdowns is what it ended up being. Uh, those are great numbers. His ceiling is so high. I think that's worth the risk to give him some money, but yeah, don't no, franchise that. You him. know what I like about him too is even when he wasn't getting those balls, and you know there are players that are at his level that pop possibly would have complained a little bit more about that kind of stuff. He continued to have the "we not me" attitude even on social media, and remained a team player throughout the whole process. Yeah, and um, those are the people that we want on the team. So, lots more to come on that as uh, stories and sources start to be revealed. We're a source now. Yeah. Well, I know we just kind of touched on Alshon Jeffrey, uh, who we kind of talked about his contract with the Eagles and what happened. Uh, he actually just had surgery on his rotator cuff, I believe. He had a full tear. Good for him playing through that uh, in the postseason and putting up really, really, really good numbers. And he went and showed that that kind of they tested him on his contract short term, and he's going to pay off big in a couple years uh, with that. But he's out six months. So a lot happening with that defending Super Bowl champs uh, injury to their number one wide receiver. Uh, their starting quarterback is still a question to start when it comes full circle. We don't know what they're doing with Nick Foles. So the NFC, as much as there seems to be some front runners, is wide open still. And we'll be playing them next year. Yeah, we will see them here back in the Coliseum. That's right. Well, James, lots of debate still to happen here. Uh, we're actually going to be off tomorrow. Both of us got a big day, big Friday ahead of us. Right. Uh, we'll be back next week. I'll give you guys some more updates once I have them as far as some of the guests coming on. I'm really excited. We're going to start really diving into some draft prospects, uh, really reaching out to the network we have here on Locked On, talking to other teams, seeing what they're going through this offseason. Maybe some of the guys that they think are going to be leaving them, and would they be a good fit for the Rams? So got a lot of exciting things. We're just starting to make a lot of these connections. So I'm excited for the next couple of months here at Locked On Rams. Don't forget to follow us at Locked On Rams on Twitter. Also, LA underscore Rambling Bear. J Kroger 3. Rams Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And reach out to me via email. We just picked up another writer today. So if you're interested in joining the team, feel free to reach out to me. It's LockedOnRams at gmail.com. Pretty standard stuff, James. Find us. Follow us. Reach out. It's a one, two, three process. Ask questions. Leave comments. But it's that magical time of the podcast, James. We're Rams Nation. You know what it is. Until next time. Peace. Peace.